Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Life with Eddie and Karen, the show that is designed to help us all become functioning members of society. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the money, who has it, who needs it, and why it's the root of all evil. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good, Eddie. How's it going? Oh, you know, it could be better. Could be better? Yeah. Sunny I, I could, and beautiful here I, today. I know it's sunny and beautiful here too, but you know, I can, I can always have more money, but oh, I don't. Oh, <laughs> money. Yep. So is that I, the episode? That is the episode. Um, so as I said in the, as I said in the intro, it definitely is the root of all evil. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. really, you can't really take it with you when you go and you're deathly afraid of it to spend it when you're here. And it's you paper don't and it. you have to have it. I know. I know. Unless you're up here and you have loonies and toonies. But see, let's, yeah, we could get into the whole idea of like <laughs> money exchange and, and, and conversion rates and everything like that. I still won't get that. I still won't understand it. <laughs> nope. You know, me either. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. But at the same token, uh, you know, if you're, a, if you're a high school student, college student, there's not... There's not as many obstacles in terms of money as you would have, say, when you're a, a, a fully functional adult like we are. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Seriously. And if you, you're, yeah. Yeah. And it just keeps getting harder and harder. But it can get easier and more fun if you've learned some things when you were younger, for sure. Because exactly. it, it's kind of a, um, think of it as a ladder. I know that's okay. a bad metaphor. Not that you're climbing because that's an old metaphor, but like you're, it's, it's like you're stacking more learning on the scaffolding. That's the word I'm looking for. There you go. Yep. That makes sense. That's a teacher term. Yeah. There you go. So you just, you just pile on those learning things. And when it all comes together, then there's like this, Oh my gosh, I'm like, know what I'm doing. <laughs> when did you, when think back like when you were uh, a wee lass, um, when did you learn the importance of money? Like when do you, can you, can you think of like the, that moment <sighs> that you realized, Oh, well, I, I kind of need money to do stuff. <laughs> I remember when I was 12 and I, I think we were getting an allowance. Well, I have a story about my kids with this too. I just remember saving enough money for when I was 12 and I bought it 10 speed. Wow. I was 12 years old. Yeah. How long did it take you to save to buy a bike? Probably a year. I can't remember exactly but I must have been getting an allowance. I just don't remember my parents gave me allowance. I had it. No, maybe I had a job because I had a job when I was 12 at a camp, like a small okay. neighborhood day camp. Um, so I got paid for that and I worked part-time jobs ever since then. Okay. Um, grew up like as a teenager. Um, but my kids, I remember <laughs> Telling them, okay, they both wanted a bike. And I said, okay, like, I think we bought them their first ones, right? And 
like I was brought up, you have to take care of everything. So I said to them, if you want a bike, another one, you need to save up and buy it. So I said, here's your allowance and here's what you need to do with this allowance. Cause I'm not big on allowances and we can do that in another episode. But mm-hmm. so I said, and I showed them, if you do this with your money over the next year, this is what you'll have at the end of the year and what you'll be able to buy with it. One of them was able to do it. And the other one was nose <laughs> out of joint because the other one got a new book. The other one didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they learned one learned it real quick. Hey, I just need to save this and I'm going to be able to walk out and buy whatever I want. Cash is king. Yes. Yes. Were they, let me ask you, were they, how old were they at that time when you did that with them? Probably about 10 and 12. Okay. So I'm thinking. 14 maybe. Yeah. No, they wouldn't have been 14. Okay. No, probably 10 and 12, 8 and 10. Okay. I'm finding I'm finding a trend here, especially, you know, we had talked about about doing laundry. And I told the story about how, like, when I was 13, my mom brought me into the basement to show me how to do laundry. And you said the importance of money at the age of 12. You did that with your kids at, you know, 10 and 12. Is it is it fair to say that you start thinking about doing adult stuff? around the ages of 11, 12, 13. Um, mm. Like, is that, is that, is it fair to say that that's when parents start thinking about teaching their kids how to do things? That's um, an interesting thing because that is a parent, especially episode, when it comes and, to but, money, because like, yeah. especially when it comes to money, because you know what, once you get into that, that's when you're starting to find jobs and you're starting to do you know, you want to save your money for these things. You bought a bike, you, you know, your kids bought a bike. You want to buy, we were kids. We wanted to buy, you know, Nintendo games and, you know, video gaming systems and things of that nature. Um, so is it safe to say that you start, you, you start thinking about these things as a parent around the age when your kids are 10 to 13? Not everyone does, but how you and I were raised. Absolutely. And that's how I raised my kids. But there is the other thought out there. You just give them whatever they want, right? And, and yep. sadly, you feel like you're doing the right thing. But when you do that, then when the kids get to be teenagers or worse, into college on their own, they don't have a clue how to handle money because they weren't taught the value of it. And it just right. was there. Does that right. make sense? And then you get... It does. And then you get into the idea of debt. You get into the idea of, you know, how am I going to pay this bill? And, and not having money begets problem, begets problem, begets problem. You don't have money. You can't pay your bills. You don't want to collection. You ruin your credit score. Completely different conversations for another. Mainly should, I just want to talk about the overall importance of understanding money. You know, um, sure. That, that like yeah, that. this is a deep topic that yeah. I think warrants more episodes on a deeper level. For sure, I agree. Definitely, and it it makes me think. And and I made the mistake. Well, I didn't make the mistake. I, I blatantly forgot. I, I think I just blatantly forgot to do this. But I had, I had a conversation with somebody last week. We were talking about Mark Cuban and uh, I, somebody associated with Mark Cuban, maybe. A, a child of, of his dragons? own, whatever. I, I'm not sure, but um, a six-year-old has a job. 
or whatever and and he, telling a story he was telling me who's out, I was on the phone with was telling me the story about how by the time the child was like 10 or 11 he, that that child had made his first million oh cuz wow. they had opened Hello? up a business at 6 or whatever and just well, you know no the parents opened up the business and managed it for them so I, that they could have a what? really good story I don't see I don't want to I don't want to say that I heard something incorrectly because it was about a week ago and I have the short term memory of a goldfish these days. Um, <laughs> I, I know it was Mark Cuban. So now I have to now I have to figure, I'm going to write this down and figure it out. Uh, okay. So yeah, we'll bring that up in the next we'll one. Bring that up I want to know the answers to that because <laughs> I have my own theories on that. There you go. So very similar to my mom showing me how to do laundry and cooking and all these things at age 13. I think my dad showed me at the age of 13 as well the importance of say that this was late 80s early 90s um the internet was that was not um there weren't apps to manage your dollars banking apps or things of that nature you actually still had to write things down in a little skinny checkbook um with credit and debit and all these other things so my dad showed me how to balance a checkbook. You know, here's, here's your credit, here's your debit, here's your balance, plus, minus, whatever. Um, do, I'm giggling. I know you are because – Do you know why? Because I still I just, don't know how to balance a checkbook. You still don't know how to balance a checkbook. I never balanced a checkbook. I, I, <laughs> I just looked after my money. You know what? Credit comes out. It's a C and a C. Oh, but I taught accounting in high school. So. I didn't see. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, this but is... a credit and a debit in accounting is not a credit and is... debit in I know personal in a, financing. In a personal finance. Uh, nowadays, you know, I do all of my banking. I haven't balanced a checkbook in years. Um, do you think? Do you think that the uh, innovations in technology uh, have him learning the value of the dollar since they don't actually have to physically put pen to paper and say, I have this much. I um, used this much. I have this much. Holy crap. I only have this much. You know, like, do you think I, no, like, the I, innovations? I think, I think the innovations and in some of the software and stuff, like even simple stuff allows it to be easier understood. However, when I taught accounting, I did the old-fashioned pen-to-paper method because there is, were concepts you needed to grasp, and by doing pen pencil to paper, it was much better. And then we brought in the software at the end, and all the students always said, oh, my God, this is so good to learn it this way. But I think from, like, bank machines. Like, we used to think money grew on trees in the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. How many kids thought? <laughs> I still do. I still think they were on trees. It didn't grow in my yard, though. It was no, only grown in the neighbor's nope. yard. <laughs> no, nope. we grew. We had like peach trees and fig trees and <laughs> apple trees, but we did not have a money tree. Although I really still think that somewhere in this world there is a a, a plant tree that grows money. There is. There is. No, no, there's one that's called a money tree. It just doesn't grow money. Yes, it doesn't grow money. Yeah, I know. I used to have one in my house. But I I still feel like there has to be a money tree. 
You talk about it, it has to be real. There you go. <laughs> but where do kids think it comes from? Well, you just go to that machine and it spits it out at you. And it's exactly. That's and why I'm I asking, think that's worse. <laughs> that's why I'm asking is, is like the innovation of how money, like how we manage our money. Has that hampered how we feel about the importance or, you know, because we kind of take it for granted, you know, direct deposit. You have a job. You have a full-time job. You're getting, you're probably a direct deposit right into your checking account. You know, and there's, there's yeah. the possibility that you never have to look at your checking account or your savings account. And but you can also set up your bills being paid directly out of there. So that will exactly. help you. Exactly. So, you, so now you're not even looking at it at all. Um, well, that could is there be a, a bad thing. But is there a worse feeling in the world than going to the ATM machine and trying to take out $40 and be like, declined, you have negative 38? Has it happened to all of us? I would say it has. 100%. But my question is, is like, do all of those things, are they hampering the importance mm-hmm. of understanding money? Because yeah. we're not thinking about it. I'm going to say yes. But um, I could argue the other side of it. See, there's two sides to this, so but I can't, right. so I can't sit in the fence. So for the purposes of what we're talking about, for understanding, learning, first-time teaching and all that, yes, but you still have to be taught. Either way, you still need to be taught. And I think it's when you're taught how to use that, that new technology or whatever, and understanding it is where it comes in. So it still comes down to a basic understanding and growing from there. And learning from it. Does that make any sense? It does. It does. Were you taught when you were, you know, growing up, you know, I, my parents have a job. Your parents have a job. They make money. We're going to use that money to buy things with that money. Um, we didn't have a lot growing up <clears throat> because my mom chose to stay home with us until we were like 10 and 12. And then she worked part-time. That was because she wanted to be that kind of mother, right? Um, We always, I grew up thinking I was like, had the best life in the world. Um, But they've since told me they had friends that called us their poor friends, which I never saw or thought we were poor. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So if you look at it this way, So you see kids out there that today they want the, like the, all the label stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was no different when I was growing up too. There just weren't as many labels. It's but true. I, re- I remember my mom, she would look for something that's kind of like looked like it, but it was off label. So it was less money, but yep. it would still look like it was kind of that. Yeah. So it was done in a way that was, you know, smart. I look at it this way. Like, I, I got one who doesn't wear labels and one who does kits. And it's just like, why waste your money? I don't want to advertise for somebody else. Another instead conversation. Of, so instead, of, instead of Nike sneakers, you had Mikey sneakers. Yeah, there you go. And instead, instead of an of... Adidas stripe down my leg, I had two. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or four. Or Most four. People. It looked like the three, but it, you know. Nobody ever really said quickly. anything. Nobody ever said anything. Um, but now, now there's too much choice out there and you don't, you blend in. Everybody blends in now. doesn't matter yeah. what you wear, yeah. which is great, I think. So think back, 
think back on college, think back on university, think back on high school. Yeah. Um, you know, where did your money come from? I let's, worked. Let's put you at 17, you know, 17 years old. That's perfect. You know, Time to through, talk about it. Through, you know, age 22, 23. Yep. Where did it, where did it come from? Where did money I, come from? I worked at a part-time job at Sears and loved it. Loved it. I, to this day, I can tell you hundreds of stories about that. But I, and I can remember the first, my first paycheck, what I bought with it. Oh, wow. I, a ghetto blaster. <laughs> you know what that thing is? What? A boom box. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I had it till up till like 10 years ago. <laughs> and it still worked. And it still worked. I took, so- it was so heavy. I took it to the beach. Anyway. My, for for, for my, people out there who don't know what those things are because of <laughs> you, you listen to music on your phone, there used to be these big, ginormous, rectangle things that played And this wasn't music. huge, but it was big. It, it played music. It usually, like mine, I know, had like, had two speakers on the end that you would be able to take off and put in yes. different, different places. <laughs> it had like tool uh two yours um, was an updated version <laughs> i had two tape deck i had two tapes i can play yes! two cassette tapes i had a cd player on top oh no mine was only to... cassette and a radio okay. <laughs> and you can listen to the radio so this was well before your spotify's and everything like that but there was the still sound quality was fo- so good phones still had cords and they were on the wall okay we're yeah. old. <laughs> there you go or sitting on a desk somewhere exactly <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you yeah, bought a radio. so that's you what bought I bought. Radio. Nice. Yeah, and then I, I probably wasted the whole paycheck on it, but I took care of that thing in the last decades. I kid you, you not. But my mom go. was like, what are you doing? Wasting all your money? Her dad did one of them. Anyway, the opposite one said, it's her money. She paid for it herself. So the other thing was all through high school, I had a really nice wardrobe because <laughs> nice. I spent my money on clothes and nice. shoes and and things like that when I could have probably saved more for university or college when I went, but then I had to give that up to go to university and then I went to college, but how I I paid for college myself. Oh, wow. Um, Because I have a, that's a, was a two-year diploma here. Um, And then I paid for university myself. Wow. um, As an adult, but um, college, I was a, server at uh like a bar restaurant and i made such good money mm-hmm. tips were amazing and i but i always had my own money i liked the independence my parents were there for me not to give me handouts but to do things for me like some back to school clothes but once we got a little older like i was like no they don't right. shouldn't be doing that they gave right. me a house over my head sort of thing but no, I enjoyed having, earning my own money um, and developing the, that work ethic around the understanding of money too, because that's a whole other, gosh, think of all the stories we can go into on I these know. sessions. Like, I holy. Know. So, yeah. So 17, that would make me 17 to 23. I got a full-time job uh, just before I graduated. I was hired and full-time and I've worked ever since. Okay. I remember my first job, one of my first jobs, I don't think it was my very first job, but one of my first jobs was working in Brooklyn 
at a catering hall, uh, working parties on like a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, sweet 16s, weddings, anniversary parties, things of that nature. And I remember the goal, why I did that. And I started, I think, my junior year of high school into my senior year was so I can pay for uh, prom. So there I can you pay go. For, I can pay for the tuxedo and I can pay for the, the limo and I can pay for the ticket and I can pay, you know, for the weekend afterwards. And, and I mean, my parents still gave me money for it just because it was like part of school. So it was, still... I bought the dress and rented the suit for them. If they I, wanted limos, that was on them. I paid for the limo. They paid, I think they gave me money towards my tux. I'm not sure. But I know I paid for the majority of the weekend too. So that was, that was good. But yeah. I, and I've had jobs here and there throughout, um, throughout my life. But I'll be, I'll be 100% honest. I didn't understand. I didn't fully understand money until I was into and out of college. Um, because up until that point, now, I, I go back to You think to, yes, you do. You think you do, but you really don't. And I'll go back to the to, to the idea. Yes, my dad showed me all these things about balancing a checkbook and understanding credit and, and things of that nature. But I didn't under I didn't fully understand it and didn't no. and, and didn't experience those downfalls until I was in that I was in college. You know, and, and it's like, okay, here is your um, you know, here's your electric bill that you have to pay because you're living in an apartment off campus. Yeah, but you drank all the money hey, in beer last week. Exactly. <laughs> you can't you don't, pay for it. So exactly, what do you do? you're not going to have electricity. So in terms of downfalls, like think, think back, like what, what kind of, what are some of the downfalls if you don't understand where your money oh, is going, what your money is doing? You don't have enough to pay for your needs because you're buying too many wants and you just don't understand that connection. And, and some people, um, the, need, the, the desire for a want is stronger than others because others, the desire just for needs and to save or be frugal, as I have a good friend of mine, we call him cheap. He says he's frugal, but he always had money because <laughs> he was frugal. And um, so the downfall is that you won't have enough to pay for the things that you need to pay for. Right. Plus you need to be able to have enough so that you pay for your needs and have some left over for once. And it's an understanding of that. And you know what makes me sad? And I'm going to go on a tangent here a little bit. It makes me sad. There seems to be like all this money out there, but it's, it's like, it seems to me the people who have the most of it say, Oh, because I worked hard for it. Well, a lot of those people got lucky. They're just right. luckier than we are. They were luckier to be born somewhere that they were in the right place at the right time. So if we could teach everyone how to look after it, save it, but more importantly, make it work for us, I think the world would be a better place. Definitely. I mean, I... Yeah, and it doesn't matter your situation. If you have the knowledge... You can get yourself out of that. Yep. I took accounting classes in, in high school. It was one of those kind of elective classes that we, we thought was going to be a kind of a breeze Joke? class. Yeah, it kind of a breeze. <laughs> and it kind of was. Yeah, you didn't take my accounting class. No, I didn't. I'll, but I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It was like my 
I guess it was my senior year. It was you the had last an period for it, though. The last period of no, but the last period of the class uh, of the day, the last class yeah. of the day, and it was taught by one of the gym teachers. Like it wasn't even an accounting teacher. Oh, but that's what we how learned, I learned history by a gym but, teacher, and I hated history. I, it was fantastic though because he, like, he taught us how to how to file your taxes and like how to. How yeah. to fill out a, a, a W-2 and how to fill out, how to pay your taxes. But then he also taught us what a budget was, you know, and it was more practical than just an accounting class. It was, oh. it, it had practicalities in it. He and probably think, didn't know how to teach accounting. So he just looked at personal finances and did that, and which did that, wasn't a bad thing. Was probably better. <laughs> but I think. When it comes to budgeting, I think that's a whole separate, I think that's a world in itself. Yeah. And I think there's a, I think there's a lot of benefit from hiring a budgeting coach. If you don't know oh, how to yeah. do it, if oh. you don't know how to do it, I because never thought of that before a budgeting coach, that'd be fun because there's, it's not just enough to say, okay, I make X amount of dollars. I'm going to put, I got to put this, 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 this here, you know, yeah. there's the idea of paying yourself first, putting money into savings accounts before you uh, start paying your bills and you start having fun. And there's the idea of compound interest and all these other things that help you build wealth. Over I think time. it's harder now than ever. I think so too. But I think that's why it's imperative that people understand how to budget their money and budget because you, you have to, people talk about, well, budgeting your time. You have to time management. Well, you also have, there also needs money management. You know, you also need to, yep. to get into that world as well. I mean, it's, it's, and it's something so that I don't think, do parents talk about it with their kids? <clears throat> um, some do, some don't. Mine never talked about money. That, that was an old it. way of thinking. But you know what? You don't because, you know, gosh, there's so much here to unpack because it's like you don't want to put those burdens on your kids. But so you teach them at their level. But don't they have to understand? Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they understand? I I think, you know, popular expression, I guess, back. I don't know if anybody uses it anymore, but we definitely did use it when I was growing up in Brooklyn. We didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. Right? Yeah, that's here. <laughs> or a window to oh, throw that's it out. Exactly. Not heard that expression in a very long time. But I also know that my parents did not make money. I know that I didn't have brand names. I know that I didn't have, you know, big houses and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But we also didn't we also didn't talk about it. It was like, no, that's we, how you I know, grew up. We can't afford it. Yep. And that was that's it. That's how I grew up. You know, um, I was always told, you know, we're going to do for you what our parents didn't do for us. You know, we didn't go on vacations every year. We didn't do this. We didn't do this. Okay. That's, that's great. So does that mean I have to take my kids on two vacations a year? Because I only went on one and you went on zero. Um, Because I can't, I can't afford that. (laughs) I I could, I, my parents took us camping. It was cheap. Yeah. We had one we, trip into the U.S., I think, and it was to Disney World when I was, like, okay. a teenager. I, I, I'll say this. I was lucky growing up because we did do Disney. We did do 
a lot of a lot of family trips I want to take my kids to Disney and they're grown-ups now. <laughs> take them to Disney. We went as grown-ups. We went as grown-ups. Um, but we did a lot of we did a lot of inexpensive trips. We did camping, we did all that, and then we did Disney trips. It, granted, they weren't the price tag that they are now, but everything is relative. Um y- yes. But do we it's should we relative. talk to, should we talk to kids <coughs> honestly <laughs> about why and why we don't? why we do things and why we don't do things when it comes yes. to their, your money. And yes, because know. they have to understand that, that like, let's take that vacation. For example, if you grow up thinking that, Oh, wow, I just take a vacation every year, but you haven't learned how to save for that or plan for that and manage everything else. You may not be able to afford it, especially if you have kids. So what kind of, I, there you go. Let's go back to, defining life goals and what do you want for yourself and how do you want it to be but it can't oh it's funny there's so much here it's about values you're all over the place <laughs> i totally am <laughs> welcome thrown to you my for, classroom <laughs> i've thrown you for a loop i've thrown you, you for have a loop. because there's so much here like so what do we want people to take out of this episode uh, other than it's important and then they're rolling their eyes right now going no Yes, Sherlock, like it is, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think, so, and I, and I don't want to scare anyone who's going to, but I also want to be able to teach them something valuable to take with them if they don't listen to us ever again. But what can somebody take with them today? So my one favorite thing that, that we wrote down when it came to this <laughs> thing is, and we touched on this for like, I touched on this for like, maybe five seconds you know you have a negative balance in your in your account you know your checkbook or your, your checking account and uh-oh now I you're screwed that. uh-oh yes. now you're screwed um i think that's a good one to learn but i think that's a very i think that scares the shit out of you mm, yeah yeah you know like i would say so i think when you see that negative balance you go holy crap what am I going to do? And it's like instant panic. But if you know that it, you know why it happened, fine. But if you, if it's a total shock to you, it's yeah, it's an instant like, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna poop bricks. Like bricks are gonna come out, <laughs> my, out my butt. Like it's gonna be a bad situation. So well, I think shopping with cash is important to learn. Yes, not not going beyond your means. Well, that's a whole that that we get into when we talk about credit. And credit cards yeah. and living beyond your means and all that stuff. But for yeah. this, for for the subject of, of this overall money, I think negative balance, poop my pants. If I don't, you know, if I don't have, if I have a negative balance, I'm screwed. What do I do? Um, yeah, because you don't want that because you're paying the bank then more than they deserve. Because right. they're, they're going to charge you for doing that. Yeah. So yep. you need to know that you've got to... How about you also want to have fun? Fun. So let's talk about how to have fun, not have anything in like negative balance. And how do you go about doing that? Yeah. And still have the things you need. Is it going to be tight? Yeah. Yeah. But that's part of being young and having to learn. See, now I'll say that one of the things you should take out of this is the importance of budgeting because 
we wrote down, you know, those five things that can happen in real life. And it's like buying something you need and wanting to have fun. Well, combine those two into it's important to budget. It's important to understand that you need money to pay for the things that you need and pay for the things that you want. I need, I need to eat food. I want this new pair of sneakers. I don't need this new pair of sneakers. I have five other pairs of sneakers, but I want this new pair of sneakers, but I need to keep the electricity on. I need to pay my water bill because I need running water so I can drink. You know, I need to pay my electric bill so I can keep my AC on so I don't get too hot. (laughs) There you. I think that's what it is. Understanding that you need to be able to budget what you have especially that first year going into college because you don't want to end up in a massive amount of debt worse than you are for your education right and that's a different conversation altogether and and i i am of the idea that yes you can live with i think you can live with uh student debt i don't think it's much harder to live with uh personal debt but that's a you know completely different yeah. right completely different story um yeah. finally i think the last thing that you can take out of this is is really that if 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 you waste it you really don't want it i think the idea of having See, there's it, something you've heard all your life waste not yeah. want not but yeah I really understood what that meant nope but because if you if if you go more to the fun aspect of of money you want to have the fun but you kind of you're almost like well i'm just gonna i could just do whatever i want because it's just always going to be there and it's not always going to be there it goes back to the conversation of like well when did you realize where it came from like where does it come from you know you you have a job and that's the value of of having money is you know i'm not going to waste it because if I waste well, I'm going to go out as soon as we're done here, I'm going out in the backyard to pull off my money tree so I can go get my nice new hairdo. Can you do me a favor? Can you send me <laughs> a can you send me some dollaroos or, you know, <laughs> I'll do my best. You know, I'll give you I'll give you my my uh, my zeal. You, we can you know, we can we can wire we can wire transfer some money. You know, we don't even have to talk to each other. We just you do it all what? through the app. <laughs> These conversations. So Eddie and I have known each other for a bit now, but this, these were our normal conversations. Just literally chatting about talking about life. Yeah. Literally. And so we decided, you know what, why don't we share our wisdom <laughs> with it, the general the, public? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the young people that we really like the newly functional adults, the newly yeah. functional adults. Yeah. We, all of the stories that we told, we've probably told each other over the last year or so. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> and laughed again. And, la- <laughs> and laughed again. Um, so I think that's a good place to end this, this, yeah. uh, this one. I am not going to – I have on my notes that we're going to tease for the next episode, but I'm not doing that because – No. No, because we have the two that we need to talk about, and I don't know which one we should do first. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to tease, I'm not going to tease that one, but 
I hope you were writing notes during that and listing out because like there was a lot of ideas in this. There were, there were, if I need to go back and listen to what, you know, I can do that. We can, that we can do that. Um, But anyway, I think, yeah, that's, I think that's a good place to, uh, to end this, to end this one. Thank you. Um, So hope uh, everybody learned something, got, took something away from this. Um, You can reach out to us and uh, ask ask some questions. We'll be happy to answer happy to answer them um if we can't we'll so, find the answer exactly exactly we'll point you we'll point you in the in the direction of a good budget manager okay um so until next time i've been eddie and that's been karen and we've been talking life see you next time bye all <laughs>